in an overcrowded graveyard, the scream will rise. The Ghoulmates presents Not Another Spooky Podcast. Hey, Ghoulsters, welcome back to Not Another Spooky Podcast, where I'm your ghost hostess, Mandy Spooks, and you, my listeners and community, are the co host. On this show, we fangool over spooky pop culture and learn from it, too. If you have always loved Halloween, horror, true crime, ghosts, or basically anything spooky, then you have found your spooky oasis, because I know that it's mine. I don't know about you guys, but lately I've been feeling like we are in this super weird lull just before the heat of spooky season. I know last week was all about kicking off spooky season with all the treats, but if I'm being super honest, I'm personally super anxious and impatient for all the spooky season movies and TV to finally premiere and... If we're being super honest, the temperature is to drop. So I thought we could spend this frightful day talking about everything we have to look forward to this spooky season and end with a little Q&A that is sure to continue to get you excited for the best spooky season ever. But before we grave dig into all of that, you know we got to start off with a few quick notes. Haunted Housekeeping. I promise I'm going to try to keep these notes short for you guys today. I just want to send you a friendly reminder that our Practical Magic Watch Party is coming up for paid subscribers on September 25th. If you'd like to join the Magical Party, you can unlock access at the link in the show notes for only $4.99 a month. Remember, all communication for subscribers goes through Discord, so if you decide to subscribe to get access to the watch parties, please make sure you give yourself enough time to get set up in Discord. If you subscribe, please send me an email at notanotherspookypodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram so I can make sure you get access to the paying channel. Paid subscribers also get access to the Spookworm Club bonus episodes and the first official book review for Long Live the Pumpkin Queen is coming out this week. And as always, I would greatly appreciate if you follow the podcast on your podcast listening platform of choice and rate or review. And before we get into all the premieres we're waiting for this season, I promise there's some really good new stuff in there that some of you might not have heard of. I thought we could share a cup of brew and talk about how we're keeping the spook alive. All right, I feel like last week's Keeping the Spook Alive was so good that I don't even know how to follow up to that. Uh, but I suppose I could start off by what I'm drinking. My my witch's brew today is, is honestly not a vibe. I feel like it's a summer vibe. I don't I feel like I'm trying to put on like my best face for you guys to like get all of the vibes. But I'm pretty sure a lot of you are feeling this way too. Like I'm like, how is it September? I'm living in Colorado and the leaves have not changed and the temperatures have not dropped. And look, I know September is early September is not officially fall, but in my head, I just wanted it to be like September 1st, flip the switch. Everything happens. It's spooky season. It's magical, but I still have to wait a few more weeks. So if I'm being super honest today, I am drinking a Baja Blast from Taco Bell to keep cool, have something fun. I guess it's very witches brew like because of the color that it is. So I hope that counts. Um, how am I keeping the spook alive? Okay, so Master and I recently started watching Little Demon on FX. I don't know if any of you have heard of it. I kind of feel like it is Big Mouth from Netflix meets spooky stuff. So it is about 
the Antichrist, basically this witch hooks up with the devil and then ends up raising the girl running away from him so that he never finds her. But then when she gets her period, she unlocks all of her powers and the, the devil's able to like locate them now. So it's basically like a feud between the witch mom and the devil dad trying to get her to like choose their side. Um, I'm sure I'm not giving it like much justice, but it's like really fun. But it is also very, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like if you haven't seen Big Mouth, it's hard to kind of describe. It's like an animated show, but it's not like kid appropriate. And it's just it's honestly like it's a good show to watch when we want to like watch something quickly. But we don't have a lot of time to watch like a whole movie or to sit down and binge TVD. So that's what we've been watching lately. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, my God. I could totally share with you guys. So this weekend, we actually went out to the mountains for the first time. I shot this really cool vlog. But again, I don't know when I'll get around to editing it because editing it, things are piling up. But we went out to the mountains for the first time. The scenery was so beautiful. If you want a sneak peek at that, you could check out my Mandy Spooks account because I did this like short little reel of some of the scenery we saw and my goal is to kind of like document for you guys as the seasons change and kind of like put it together at some point so I would say that that was pretty spooky because we were kind of like we were a little nervous because we haven't gone out into the mountains yet we were by ourselves we weren't really prepared for what we were doing honestly uh so I guess you could say it was a little spooky and what else Oh, and of course, I finished Long Live the Pumpkin Queen, which you're going to hear all about in the Spookworm episode. So I think I've just been trying to find that balance. I think you guys can probably hear it in my voice that I am a little, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed again with spooky season. So I'm just trying to remind myself to take a breath. Everything will be okay. I don't have to do all of the things correctly and perfectly and just have fun, follow my heart. And so that's what I'm doing these days. And I hope that you guys will just st stick around for the fun because I know it's going to be a wild season. We're going to talk about it more in the Q&A. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to keep up with how we're keeping the spook alive, you can follow us on Instagram, YouTube and TikTok at The Ghoulmates or on Not Another Spooky Podcast on Instagram because you're not going to want to miss everything we're doing. I feel like these days I am just like posting on the whim, which is not like me, but I got to just put it all out there and have fun with what I'm doing. All right, so today we're going to be talking about everything that's coming up this spooky season on TV and film. And I feel like at first I thought, is this going to be an obvious one? When I put the questions out there, I was like, surely everyone's excited about the same things. But I was really pleasantly surprised to see that everyone had a little something different to offer. Of course, everyone agreed on the first ones we're going to talk about. But it was really cool to see the variety in your answers. So right off the bat, we are going to talk about the major premieres this season. Of course, we all know Hocus, po Hocus Pocus 2 is coming September 30th, 2022. We are just a few weeks away, guys. We never thought we would see the day. And here we are. It is so close. I have tried really hard to stay away from anything as far as like spoilers could go with any of these, because I've found recently that I don't enjoy knowing much going into like movies and TV, especially with like trailers. They can give away a lot sometimes. So I've tried really hard to stay away. Uh, there hasn't been much about Hocus Pocus 2, though. And in a way, I'm glad because 
it's going to leave more for us to kind of like be surprised by. I did notice on the trailer, though, that it says Halloween event. So I am very curious to see what the word event means. Like, are they going to do an actual special on there the way they used to do like the 31 Nights of Halloween specials on Freeform? Because if so, I'm so here for it. I did see somewhere on Instagram that they were going to be hosting an actual event in Salem. So I have a feeling that that event might be what they're going to be putting on the platform. So we can only hope. Next, of course, the hot topic is Wednesday. However, I have some really unfortunate news for you guys, and I hope I'm wrong. But I have heard speculations that we are not going to get to see Wednesday before Halloween. And here is why. If you guys are in the Instaverse, um, there is this really cool graphic that Netflix puts out every year called Netflix and Chills. And then they list out like all of their like spooky content that they're going to be showing that month with the release dates. And they listed Wednesday at the very end under this fall. So there has been speculation that it's not going to come out until after Halloween, probably in November or December. So I'm really hoping that that is not the case. But either way, I guess in a good it could be a good thing that we can like continue spooky season. I guess I could make it a holiday vibe. Uh, but yeah, that's my biggest concern right now is it's just like, how are we in almost mid-September now and we don't have a release date? I'm sure they're still finishing finishing production on that. So hopefully everything goes as planned and we can see it this year. And then, of course, the next one is The Monsters. I haven't talked too much about this publicly, I don't think, because we were so excited about excited about it at first. But then when Master and I saw the first initial trailer, we were a little hesitant because we have always been Team Rob Zombie so hard. But the trailer was not what we were expecting, to say the least. And so we've been very hesitant since we saw it to kind of like hype it up, I guess, because we don't we ourselves don't want to like set ourselves up for failure. So we've just like really brought down our expectations a little bit, but we're still really excited about it. I'm sure at the end of the day, it's going to be great because he is like a true Munsters fan to the core. So I really hope that that shines through. And then, of course, the biggest premiere, in my opinion, is Halloween Ends. And I will be 100% honest with you guys. I have stayed away from every single thing possible with this one because I have seen so many like videos where it says like theories about Halloween ends and it's not ending and blah 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 I don't care if it's not ending like for me I feel like Halloween ends is like the end of the Laurie Strode era honestly and if they bring back Michael I will be totally happy about it but I'm not gonna lie to you guys when I saw the trailer for Halloween ends I got so emotional because it's been a journey like it has been such a dream as a Halloween Michael Myers fan to get to relive like the releases of these movies and get to experience that as Mandy Spooks I think is even more special to me because sure I would have gone to the movies but I don't think I would have like shared my excitement with other people the way I would have the way I am now as Mandy Spooks and the Ghoul Mates <laughs> I'm sure you can tell I'm already getting um emotional about it but it's true I don't know if any of you guys saw but when they released the news about that the movie is coming to Peacock and in theaters. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis did a video on Instagram to kind of announce it. Oh my God, I'm getting emotional. And at the very end, you can hear her like choke up and she's about to cry when she's like, 
sharing how it's the end of the Halloween chapter for her. And so, yeah, it's an emotional ride. And I'm seeing a lot of you are also very emotional about this. Like, we're so excited because it's our favorite time of the year. Our boogeyman is on the big screen and everything. But we also know, like, this is the really big end of a very big chapter for us. So I think we're all just very emotional about it, as you can tell. So as you can hear in my voice, all of you guys are feeling the same way I am about all of these premieres. I think we are all very cautiously excited about a lot of these because we don't want them to get done dirty. <laughs> we don't want anyone to do them dirty. But at the same time, we're also really excited about it because it's very, very rare that we get to experience a season where we are like pretty much every franchise that we love and can think of is having something going on this season. And I think that's absolutely magical. <laughs> so I'm excited about it. But I was curious to hear which one you guys were most excited about. And unfortunately, you guys were not here for the Munsters. <laughs> Only 5% of you voted for the Munsters being the one you're most excited about. The winner was, can you guess? What do you think it was? Okay, I'll tell you. Wednesday won with 49%. Guys, that's majority of you guys. That's nearly half of you voted for Wednesday. And then shortly behind was Hocus Pocus and then Halloween Ends. And I suspect that Halloween Ends was on the lower end just because not everybody loves horror. But Wednesday, guys, I mean... I told you guys I'm hesitant about the Munsters. I'm hesitant about Hocus Pocus. I'm a little hesitant about Halloween ends, but at the end of the day, I don't think that it could be a bad movie. But with Wednesday, we all saw that trailer and we all know there is like no disappointment coming for us. So I'm sure that is why you guys are excited about it. Um, I mean, it just looks phenomenal. I am already ready to put, on, put together all my Wednesday looks because like I just love seeing her in her new outfits too. So I'm very excited about it. All right, so I wanted to see what else you guys were excited about besides these mainstream premieres that we are all talking about going crazy over. So DW Photo 2082 said, Barbarian, I'm super intrigued but can't tell if it'll live up to the hype, end quote. Okay, so DW Photo was not the only person who mentioned Barbarian, which I was really surprised about because... I recently found out about it and I didn't think that it was going to be very popular. So I'm going to pull up a really quick little synopsis for you guys because I personally do not have much information on it. So it does have Bill Skarsgård in it though. So I think that'll tell you immediately that it's going to be a spooky movie. But the one-liner it has on IMDb says, a woman staying at an Airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems. Oh, I'm intrigued now, too. I want to watch. Okay, cool. I hope you guys are are feeling that now, too, because I know I am. I don't want to read too much about it because I have heard the less you know about this movie going into it, the better. So we will leave it at that. I just kind of wanted to give you guys an idea of what it was. Ghoul with the Curl said, smile. Okay, I have heard about this one, but again, I don't know much. So let's look up that one really quick. If I could get my mouse to work. Are you guys hearing it go crazy? Smile Movie 2022. I don't recognize any of the actors, I don't think. 
Okay, according to IMDb, oh yes, I remember. As soon as I saw the pictures for this, I remembered what it was. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her, her, her horrifying new reality. Okay, well, that doesn't say much, but if you have not heard about it, I think you should definitely check out the trailer because it looks pretty creepy. I would say it doesn't look spooky or scary, but just creepy, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. All right, let's see what else. Uh, Happy Haunts Library said, my best friend's exorcism. Oh, that is a good one. Uh, Poppy recently shared that in our Discord, and it has all of like the 80s campy vibes. It looks really fun. I'm excited about that one. And I'm not typically interested in exorcism movies, but that one looks fun. Okay, Spooky Pumpkin Mama said, new season of Destination Fear. Huh, I have not heard of Destination Fear. Looks like it is on its fourth season. American Paranormal Reality Television Series on the Travel Channel. Okay, I have a feeling there are some other ghoulsters that are totally waiting for that season with you as well. Okay, Creepy Chels said The Midnight Club. Okay, this was one of the popular ones that a lot of you mentioned. So The Midnight Club is being brought by... The cool people who brought us Hill House, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I don't think I have seen... Oh, there is a teaser out for it. I haven't watched the teaser, which might explain why I'm not super excited about it yet. But I will tell you, according to IMDb, it says the Midnight Club follows a group of five terminally ill patients at Brightcliff Hospice who begin to gather together at midnight to share scary stories. Okay, yeah, that definitely sounds spooky. <laughs> oh, yeah, the producers of Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay, yeah, the cinematography looks spooky, just like those. Okay, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, oh, I'm so happy someone brought this one up. NBC Lover 1993 said season two of Chucky. Guys, did anyone else start watching the Chucky TV series last year? Okay, so I've kind of mentioned to you guys that it's kind of hard for me and Rudy to like agree on movies and TV. So sometimes I miss out. And this was one of them because he was not a fan of season one. So like midway through season one, we stopped watching it. And I have always kind of wanted to get back into it because Chucky is just like a fun franchise to talk about and like be a part of, you know. So let me know how many of you are into Chucky because maybe we can cover it one day. Okay, and then Ghost Eat Easy said... Pearl and Barbarian. I believe Pearl is the A22 film. A24. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my bad. A24. Pearl. Oh, it looks like it's out already. Huh. I didn't know it was out already. Okay, so clearly I don't know much about A24 films. I have not seen the movie X, but I have heard it is, it is incredible. And I believe it has my girl, Jenna Ortega. But this movie says that it is the story of how Pearl became the vicious killer seen in X. Can I confirm very quickly that it was Jenna Ortega? Yeah, it was Jenna. Okay, I really thought Jenna was in Pearl as well, but it does not look like that is the case. Either way, I might be watching X soon because you guys know I have been crazy about Jenna since I saw her in the Killer Queen sequel. 
Okay. Uh, what else? We have... Okay. Cryptkeeper Camille said, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yes, this one is not as popular or trendy, but I know a few of you mentioned that you were excited about this one. For those of you who have not had the pleasure of hearing about this, it is an anthology of sinister stories told by some of today's most revered, revered, revered horror creators, including the directors of The Babadook, Splice, Mandy, and many more. That's going to be so awesome. Okay. And then we have Horror Ghoul Lily. She mentioned Dark Harvest, which is based on a novel. So I hope that one is good. I know one of our ghoulsters just started reading it. And then Loving Melly said Ghost Files YouTube Watcher. I am so sorry. I have no idea what that means. I'm not sure if she was saying Watcher on YouTube or Ghost Files is produced by Watcher on YouTube. And then Yana Loves Michi said, interview with a vampire series and the Mayfair Witches. Guys, I always forget to mention interview with a vampire, even though I know it's going to be such a big deal. I guess because I haven't seen the movie, I don't know how excited I am about the series yet. And then Essie Zoon said, super excited for the film's Barbarian, Don't Worry Darling, and The Menu. I have not heard of The Menu. Let's Google it. The Menu... 2022. Okay. It has a familiar face. Where have I seen her? Anna Taylor. Anna. Oh my Anya. Anya Taylor Joy. I know I've seen her in something. Oh, is she the one from? Not what I was thinking. She's from the Queen's Gambit, though. Okay. Let's see what this one's about. A young couple travels to a remote island to eat an exclusive restaurant, eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has premiered a lav- prepared a lavish meal with some shocking surprises. Okay, this is sounding like it's a lot like Fresh. Has anyone seen Fresh? Fresh was such a good movie. If you have not watched it and you have Hulu, you should watch it like right now. It is a great watch to get in the mood for spooky season. Um, so that's what that one reminds me of. So I'm curious to watch it and see if I'm correct. And okay, don't worry, darling. I'm going to do a quick little side segue here. I was extremely excited to watch this film, but I'm not sure how in tune any of you are with Hollywood, but master was actually the one who told me this, that there is like a big controversy right now with Olivia Wilde who directed this movie because apparently she is starting to get directing gigs for movies really big movies like don't worry darling she's going to be directing a marvel film and apparently people are speculating that this is like a really big marketing ploy because she's a woman but she's also white and a lot of people who have worked with her have been saying that she is not qualified to be directing films yet in fact there's this big controversy going on with Shia LaBeouf right now because she claimed that she fired him from the film but he released like He had receipts on how he was actually the one who quit the film because of a lack of professionalism, not being able to schedule rehearsals and the way she was treating everyone. So this is my long winded way of saying that I don't think I'm going to be watching this movie until it is streaming for free on one of the services that I have already, which really kills me. But I have to do right by master sometimes and he does not want to support this film. And so I also don't want to support this film because I don't believe in people getting handouts um, 
for things that they're not qualified for. So I'll leave it at that. And I was so excited about it too. Some of you are going to be hearing this thinking like, oh, she had talked about how excited she was. Yeah, it is what it is. All right. And before we move on, I thought it would be good for me to kind of cover the ones that I'm excited about that I was surprised none of you mentioned. So there is one spooky movie that I might just watch. I don't know yet. Perhaps. We'll see. It looks good, though. It's called Pray for the Devil. And that one's coming out towards the end of October, but it looks really spooky. I saw the previews to it um, when we went to go see The Invitation. And me and Rudy were like, ooh, this is scary. (laughs) So that one looks pretty good. And then what else? There is also... Uh, one that I forgot to mention is Wendell and Wild. The trailer just came out for that one on Netflix. And that is going to be, I believe, a stop motion animation. And it looks like it is about two demon brothers who escape the underworld. So that one looks like it might be up a lot of your guys' alley because I think a lot of you love stop motion because of Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, there's also I forgot to I'm so sorry Monica I skipped over your response but Monica actually shared Curse of Bridge Hollow which is another movie coming to Netflix which I'm pretty excited about and the Spirit Halloween movie so the Spirit Halloween movie is one of those that I also have stayed a little quiet on because I was very underwhelmed with the trailer so I'm just going to wait and see how I feel once I see the film Uh, But I am really excited about Curse of Bridge Hollow. I feel like no one has really talked about it yet because there's no like trailer out for it yet. But I believe I may have talked about it now that I am reading this again. A teenage girl who accidentally releases an ancient and mischievous spirit on Halloween, which causes decorations to come alive and wreak havoc, must team up with her last with the last person she'd want in order to save their town. And her father. Yes, I have definitely read that on one of these episodes because I remember thinking that it was written awkwardly. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm excited about that one. And that one's coming out in mid-October. So I think that's going to be like the Hubie Halloween of 2022, honestly. And then something else that I'm really excited about that I have definitely talked about is the Fate Wink series. Season two is coming One that I have not mentioned, though, is I know there are a lot of you out there who hate the remake of Under Wraps on Disney. I personally loved it. I cried my eyes out and we are getting a sequel this year. So I'm really excited about that. I don't know what the date is yet. And then one of my really big guilty pleasures, which is why I asked you guys what your guilty pleasures are. And that's what we're going to get into. So... Fun fact about me, I love cheesy stuff, obviously, and I found out that they were making like a horror version of Bring It On, and it is called Cheer or Die. I believe it's coming to Sci-Fi or FX. I don't know which platform it's coming to, but it's coming this fall, and I am so excited about it. That is definitely like one of the ones I'm ashamed to admit that I'm excited about. So I needed to make myself feel better, and I asked you guys what your spooky movie TV guilty pleasures are. John Daniel VI said Mad Monster Party Rankin Base. I am so sorry. I actually don't know what that one is, so I will have to look into it. Ghoul with a Curl said Hubie Halloween, super cheesy, but I love it, end quote. There is no shame in that one. I think Hubie Halloween is so cute. It's just such a fun watch, and the cinematography was done really well. All the fall vibes. Bernadette Navarro said the cheesy ones like Killer Clowns, end quote. A lot of you said 
Killer Clowns. And I was really surprised about that one because I really enjoyed that movie and I didn't think that it should be a guilty pleasure. But I know some of you thought that the acting was bad. At least that's what Lelik said. <laughs> Happy Haunts AZ said, Teen Witch, love it, but definitely a guilty pleasure. End quote. Oh my gosh. I have not seen Teen Witch in so many years. And it is one of my favorite movies. We're going to have to do an episode on that one soon. So get ready, guys. Monica Gellman said, House of Haunted Hill, 1959, 13 Ghosts, 1960, and Witch's Night Out, end quote. A lot of classic movies in there, Monica. Danielle, Daniela Gaiman Photography said, anything from The Conjuring Universe and the Netflix Sabrina, end quote. Okay, so I am honestly terrified of The Conjuring Universe, which is why I plan to tackle it on this podcast eventually. But I'm assuming probably guilty pleasure because you don't believe in them and think that they're silly. And Netflix, Sabrina, I can see why that's a guilty pleasure, honestly. Like, it's really corny, but also really good. I feel you. Lalik said, little monsters because I had a huge crush on Fred Savage, end quote. That's so cute. Okay. Samantha ESP said, what we do in the shadows, end quote. Okay, side rant here. Did anybody watch... The season finale for What We Do in the Shadows this season. I'm not sure if Samantha was talking about the movie or the show. I personally love the movie. Indifferent to the show, as I've mentioned. But this season, like nothing happened in it. It was going nowhere. It was moving so slow. Like nothing happened. What was up with that? Make it make sense. <laughs> All right. I'll stop ranting on that. Yana loves Michi said, Suspiria, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but I love it. End quote. This is one that has been on my list for a while because Yana keeps mentioning it. So I need to watch that one soon. And there she glows again, said, good witch, corny, but I definitely binged it, end quote. Okay, raise your hand if you have binged good witch because I feel like there are a lot of us who have probably seen it. I haven't seen it recently, but I did used to watch it when I lived back home with my mom. All right. Okay. So those were the guilty pleasures. And then we have what movies and TV do you rewatch every season? This is a good one. And I'm struggling with how I'm going to answer mine. Okay. So John Daniel VI said Paranorman. Guys, I have always wanted to watch that movie and I never have. I don't know why. I think we're going to blame that one on Rudy too. (laughs) Okay. Halloween in Hawaii said Harry Potter, all of them, end quote. Okay, so funny story on this one. Halloween in Hawaii actually abbreviated HP, all of them, lightning bolt emoji. And it took a while for me to realize that she was talking about Harry Potter because I kept thinking, hocus pocus, all of them. Like, is she anticipating that the second one is going to be so good too? And then I was like, oh, lightning bolt, Harry Potter. (laughs) Okay, and then Happy Haunts Library said Corpse Bride and Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, yes, those are good ones. Although it is an ongoing argument, but I will stick to it. Nightmare Before Christmas to me is a spookmas movie, not a Halloween movie. And then Mariah Dom said Trick or Treat, which was a very popular one. Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, and Lost Boys. Ooh, there's like a lot of good variety in that selection. Great job. Okay, Hauntingly Cute Mom said the Scary Godmother movies and vintage Disney Halloween shorts. Oh, that is so cute. Bernadette Navarro said it's a must for me to kick off autumn with Gilmore Girls, The Good Witch, and Halloween 1978. I told you there'd be some Good Witch watchers in here. Uh, 
Okay, Gilmore Girls, obviously, yes, 100%. I am sure that that's probably what I'm going to start watching as soon as the leaves change colors here. I'm so excited. Okay, and then Lukey Cookie AZ said Hocus Pocus, Psycho, Halloween, and Great Pumpkin. Ooh, those are good ones. Nobody ever really mentioned Psycho. And Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, I think is definitely, like, for me, more of a post-Halloween movie, like, for fall. Like, to me, there's Halloween spooky season, and then there's fall, which is, like, November 1st through Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, for me, that's a great time to watch Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Okay, Creepy Chell said Hocus Pocus and Trick or Treat. I am not surprised by that answer at all, Chels. And then Wild Rose said Hocus Pocus, Practical Magic, Sleepy Hollow, The Exorcist, Child's Play, and Trick or Treat. Okay, that has a lot of variety in it too. We got some spooky cute, some magical witchy, some spooky, and some horror. More horror than anything though. I see you, boo. Okay, Nerdsquish Nola said, she's gonna not like what I said earlier. Tracy said, under wraps the OG Disney Channel original movie and Big Wolf on Campus. I am gonna have to look into Big Wolf on Campus because Tracy never stops talking about it. I'm intrigued. I need to know more. Okay. Crip Caper Camille said Simpsons Halloween specials, Casper, Sleepy Hollow, and Beetlejuice. Okay. Honestly, I was really surprised that Chels did not mention Beetlejuice. I thought for sure she would mention Beetlejuice. But I'm so glad that some of you, I think some more of you brought up Simpsons at a different point. I have never watched the Simpsons Halloween specials. But I have been really interested in it the last couple of years, so I think I might give it a go this year. Samantha ESP said, Nightmare Before Christmas and Edward Scissorhands. Girl, those are Spookmas movies. <laughs> We're in the wrong holiday, Samantha. <laughs> okay. Loving Mally said, BuzzFeed Unsolved, Beetlegeist, and Casper. All right. That's a good little mix, too. I'm over here still worried that Samantha's going to take offense. I'm sorry. It's all love. Just speaking my truth here. <laughs> okay. Yana Loves Michi said, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's a must ever since it debuted. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I don't think I love it enough to squeeze it into spooky season, but I definitely always rewatch the, the spook must special during spook must season. I didn't want to say the word. <laughs> okay. Okay, so that is everything we have for movies and TV coming out this year. I really hope that you guys are excited as I am because there's so many good things coming out. There has to be something for everyone this season and it is absolutely magical. But I thought something fun we could do for the rest of this episode was to do a little bit of Q&A from you guys I really love the questions that came in, so I'm really excited because I think that it's going to really just bring everything full circle for the season and get excited, get you guys excited. And then, of course, we will be ending with Bloody Binge Worthy. Don't worry, we will be covering that season finale. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into some questions. So Fallen Halloween asked, will you ever throw a huge spooky Halloween party? If so, are costumes a must? Question. Mark. I meant to say end quote, but I said question mark for some reason. I'm so sorry, guys. All right. This is a great question. So fun fact, before we started the Glowmates, Rudy and I used to love to throw Halloween parties in our apartment. But 
I guess once we got married, things kind of derailed. First, I broke my leg, then quarantine happened, and then we started the Ghoulmates. So I'm sure the answer to this is yes, we eventually will throw a spooky Halloween party, an epic one at that. But I don't see it like in the near future because of how limited our space is. And definitely costumes would be a must. Okay, so this next question I'm going to combine. It's from, we have two, but I think one answer will answer both of them. So Essie Zoon asked, what is a spooky adventure or experience that is still on your bucket list? And Halloween is my happy place asked, what are your top three spooky season destinations to still do or have done? So I'll say my to still my to still do list is one Halloween town. I believe there's like some kind of like little festival or parade that actually happens near Portland, Oregon every year. That is like number one at the top of my list of things that I want to do. Number two would obviously be to go to Salem. Um, and I'm trying to think. I guess I would say number three is to go to New Orleans. I feel like that one's not as Halloween-y, but it's still at the like very top of my spooky list because I know realistically it's not going to be there forever either. So I would love to visit before it is still, while it is still there and possible, I guess. But yeah, those would definitely be my top three. (sighs) My top three that I have done Guys, that's so difficult because I feel like I haven't even scratched the surface of everything that I could do. But I think what I want to do is say like top three I've done in places I visited or lived in. So or I guess just tops because there's not going to be three (laughs) for sure. If you live in Phoenix, it is so difficult to get like fall vibes or Halloween vibes. So my top three picks would be if you're able to go for like a full day, Schnepp Farms Pumpkin and Chili Festival is like one of the most magical things I've ever done for Halloween season outside of the weather not being what I would like it to be. But that's a must. The fall, the pumpkin festival at the Princess is also one of them in Arizona. That one's in Scottsdale. And then... I would obviously still recommend doing the Haunted Brewery Tour at um, Four Peaks Brewery because that's just like such a cool thing to experience. Like you learn a lot of history about Phoenix and you also get spooky vibes and you get pumpkin beer at the end. So I think that is like a total win. Uh, If you're interested in learning about any of those, we have videos for all of them on our YouTube channel and I highly recommend checking them out because they're a total vibe. Okay, and then top three things outside of that that I have done are definitely going to be in California because I had the most spooktacular season last year. I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to do that. But okay, so many of you are going to hate me for saying this, but I would actually say if you are a spooky horror fan to skip Disneyland. Oh, my God, I'm even scared to say (laughs) this is why. In my experience, I think that Boo Bash at Disney World is a lot better than Oogie Boogie Bash at Disneyland because you don't get the Sanderson sisters and the decor is a lot better. But I'll be honest, perhaps the reason why the decor wasn't on point was because it was post-COVID. So I'm going to give them credit and say maybe that was why. So that would be my response to that. Um, But 
some of the hidden or one of the hidden gems in LA that I would recommend or more Hollywood is the classic Hollywood Museum. We went there for our honeymoon and it was like the most unexpected spooky vibes ever. So I highly recommend that one. And then I don't think that they are doing it this year, but if they ever bring back Freeform's Halloween Road, that is a 100%. Every spooky girl must go. It's a total dream. And then, of course, I would say HHN. I would definitely recommend the Orlando one over California as well. But if you are in California or have the opportunity to go to California instead, I highly recommend Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. It is just like you can't beat seeing your favorite horror franchises, the mazes, the spooky atmosphere. Like if I could choose only one event that I could go to every year for the rest of my life, it would be HHN. I am genuinely so upset that I can't go this year because the lineup was just incredible. I can't say that enough. So that's like my top, like that's my holy grail of like what to do in Halloween season if I could every year. And I hope that answers your question. I'm sorry if it was disappointing because you guys have heard me talk about all of these things, but that's genuinely how I feel about it. All right. I feel like I spent a little too much time on that one. I'm sorry. Moving on. Okay. Essie Zoon said three favorite horror film movies, three cute spooky films, and three Halloween slash horror films you hate. Oh, man, that is such a hard one. We're going to be here another 30 minutes. Okay. Three favorite horror films, Halloween 1978, of course. Surprisingly, I know this one's going to be a shocker or maybe not. The Babysitter is one of my favorites as well because it was so unexpected. It was fun. Another horror film I like. Guys, this is hard to think of on the spot. This is not scripted. (laughs) I guess because it doesn't fit into any of the others, I would say Frankenstein. It's not a cute, spooky movie. But it is classic horror, so that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. Okay, three cute, spooky films. Okay, one of them obviously has to be Hocus Pocus because it made me who I am. Halloween Town, same thing. And then third, spooky, cute. I don't want to go with Casper because we just covered it. This is so hard. Okay, I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to go with... um, Casper meets Wendy because that one was just such a cute one that I'll always remember okay three Halloween horror films I hate oh my god off the top of my head absolutely number one is Love Witch (sighs) guys that movie I couldn't even finish it don't get me started like I don't talk crap about a lot of things but that movie is so overrated I don't understand what you guys love about it and I'm sorry I said what I said and I'm not sorry (laughs) about it um other than that (laughs) hate horror films I hate I wouldn't say I hate it but I am not the biggest fan of trick-or-treat I know gasps everywhere I told you guys I don't like Halloween I mean I told you guys I don't like Disneyland for Halloween I'm saying I don't like trick-or-treat I am just I have always loved Sam the character the entire concept down to like how he was designed how he's made out of pumpkin like I love everything about it but the movie itself has never has just like never done it for me. And I don't know why, but I I don't know. Someone convinced me otherwise. <laughs> okay, and then another one. I have to get three. 
I don't know. I feel like I've already shattered a lot of glass around here, so I'm going to leave it at two for now. If I think of another one as we're, as we're still on here talking, I'll let you know. Okay, Lalik said, are you dressing up this year for Halloween? If so, what are you planning to be? End quote. Ooh, the burning question. Okay, I am here to confess that this will be the first year that Master of Ceremonies and Mandy Spooks dress up for Halloween for reals this time. I know we threw together a costume last year for our live, but I think this is, I've mentioned this, costumes are not my forte, uh, so I shy away from them. But this year, it's happening. We have, I believe, two couples costumes planned I don't like to share what they are because it ruins the element of surprise, but I will give you two hints. One hint for the first one is that I am going to embrace who I truly am to my fullest stressed self, I guess. That's going to be the only hint I give you guys. Let's see if you can guess. And then the other one will be Master and I are dressing up as characters that the other loves. So those are my riddles for today. Let's see if anyone figures them out. Okay. And then John Daniel VI asked, do you enjoy Halloween specials on TV? End quote. Okay. Yes, I absolutely do. Again, he mentioned Simpsons as an example. I have never seen The Simpsons, but I would love to. I personally really love the David S. Pumpkins one uh, with Tom Hanks. Rudy got me into that one. I absolutely love it. I wish there were more specials like in the good old days, but I don't know of any others really that come out like every year. I used to love when Freeform did their 31 Nights of Halloween special. Uh, I heard we're getting one this year with Marvel, so I'm really excited about that one as well. Okay, Ghoul with the Curl said, do you prefer store-bought or DIY costumes? End quote. If I had the skills, I would say DIY costumes. But I do not have the skill set to make my own costumes, which is why it stresses me out. So I'm going to go with store-bought. It's hard to mess those up. Okay. Bernadette Navarro said, do you have your first spooky adventure in your new town planned already? End quote. Okay. This question is why I am so stressed these days. Guys, there is something happening every single weekend beginning this weekend in Colorado every weekend if not at least one thing multiple things so i am very very nervous about that uh but we're gonna try to make the best of it and also remind myself that it's okay if i don't do all the things but yeah there is so many things that i honestly haven't even sat down to plan out like which weekend we're doing what because there's just a lot going on so as you can hear it in my voice Yes, there is a lot of plans, but nothing like officially like planned out yet. Lalik asked, what's your favorite horrible movie? End quote. Horrible movie. What is a horrible movie I like? <laughs> Dead Silence. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to that one. I'm sorry. I know if Rudy were here, he'd instantly tell me the answer to that. <laughs> Okay, NBC Lover 1993 said, what are you looking forward to the most this fall season? Trips, events, etc." End quote. Okay, the most, 
<laughs> I'm fumbling for words here. The thing I'm most excited for this fall season is honestly experiencing real fall and winter weather for Halloween. I have never ever in my life had a cold Halloween night. I have never experienced like actual crispy weather during the fall season. Um, and yeah, I would say that's number one, honestly. Like I have actually had to build out my wardrobe for this season. And I think honestly, that's probably what I'm most excited about is getting to wear the amazing things that I have got from my wardrobe and like actually enjoy them and feel so cozy. It doesn't even matter where we end up going this year, as long as I get to wear my cute, comfy cardigans. <laughs> okay, and then Yana Love Mitchie asked, what's your favorite Halloween candy or recipe? End quote. Okay, in the past, I have always struggled with this question. I remember the first time I was asked this question on the Ghoulmates, I was just like, oh my God, I don't know, Skinny Pop? <laughs> like That was so lame. And I don't know why I blanked, but I finally know the answer and I only know it because having braces this year, I can't have it. And I realized, oh my gosh, that's the answer to my favorite candy. My favorite candy is the green caramel apple pops. Oh, they are so good, you guys. They are literally like fall in a lollipop and they're not pumpkin flavored. So they're just, they're the perfect fall candy. Honestly, I love it so much. And it looks like we have reached the end of our Q&A section. Wow. Thank you guys so much for those of you who submitted questions. I had a lot of fun answering those because it really made me think about spooky season and my favorite things. I just wanted to take a moment to kind of talk about my experience with Halloween last year. I know I've mentioned this a lot, but I just really wanted to like sit and talk about it for a second. If you don't, if you're not interested, feel free to skip forward to Bloody Binge Worthy, but I know after last season, I kind of took a hiatus. I talked about how I was burnt out. I wasn't doing well. I needed a break from TGM to figure out how I really felt about it. And I think in that moment, I felt like I was overwhelmed with the amount of things I did for spooky season. Because if you saw our channel, I was putting out two to three videos a week. I was living it up like I lived my spookiest dreams and I will never forget that I had the opportunity to do that but it did lead to a lot of burnout and stress that was unnecessary and I think sitting here talking today about the things that I really loved like HHN how I wasn't so much of a fan of Oogie Boogie Bash um, just kind of made me realize like even though I associate it to a lot of the aftermath feelings I had in the moment I had a lot of fun I will never, I don't think I'll ever experience a Halloween season like that again. Like I did all the things and it wouldn't have been possible without you guys, your support, without Rudy supporting my dreams. The Gato played a really big part in it too. Like I could have never had the spookiest season I've ever experienced without that. But I guess I just want to say thank you for sticking around, giving me a second chance, giving me time to figure out where what was next for me where my headspace was at because clearly it led me back to podcasting I'm here I'm so happy and I think the fact that I have this space and know that you guys are totally happy with me just like sharing my memories versus like scrambling to upload a video and I mean I've mentioned it here like I have so much footage that I want to put together for you guys but it's just like 
so comforting to know that whether I upload it today or two months from now, like you guys are totally happy just hearing me talk about how happy I am and how I'm living my life. So that means a lot to me and I'm getting emotional again, but I just wanted to say thank you for helping me find my magic again. You know, I originally didn't think I had any magic and then you guys came pouring in and then I kind of lost my spark for a second there and you guys reminded me that I still have it. And so this is just a reminder for any of you who don't feel 100% today that even Mandy Spooks has her days where she feels like she's at 10% and there's always someone there to believe in your magic. So if you need a message like that today, always believe in your magic. But mushy stuff aside, it is the moment I've been waiting for. If you're not binging with us and you can't sit with us because it's time for Bloody Bingeworthy. If you're joining us for the first time, this segment is at the end of the show so that those who decide to binge Spooky TV with me can hear me fangirl over the latest episodes we watched. You can always find what episodes are coming up in the show notes. This week, we binge The Vampire Diaries seasons, season two, episodes 18 through 22. That's right. We made it through another season together. So our synopsis is going to start off a little short and then the last two are a little longer than usual, but I felt that they were important to share. So as the students get ready for a 1960s themed dance at the school, Elena brings receiving disturbing messages, begins receiving disturbing messages from the ancient vampire Klaus from an unusual source. Stefan and Damon are angry when they find out that Elena has taken matters into her own hands in the battle against Klaus. Tensions also arise between the brothers over the best way to protect her. Damon reveals that he is willing to go to incredible lengths to protect Elena from falling victim to Klaus's plans. Stefan and Elena spend a romantic day together. With the arrival of the full moon, Elena tries to prepare for whatever Klaus has planned, and Tyler faces his second transformation. The terrifying events quickly spin out of control, despite an unexpected act of courage. Finally, Damon admits the truth to Stefan about a terrible new development they must face. While Mystic Falls presents a screening of Gone with the Wind in the town square, Damon's memories of Catherine in 1864 mix with the reality of Elena in the present day. Stefan pays a terrible personal price for his attempt to prevent a tragedy, and Sheriff Forbes makes a deadly mistake while trying to keep everyone safe. More than one life hangs in the balance as the consequences of the sacrifice ritual play out to be a horrifying conclusion. Dun dun dun! All right, so a lot happened in five episodes. Damon has been a bad boy these past few episodes, but like finally the misunderstood boy we all know he is. I'm not going to lie, guys. Bonnie's fake death got me for a second, but I'm not going to lie. That scene where he was just like, just so we're clear, if it's you or the witch again, I will always choose you. Yes, sir, Daddy Damon. (laughs) And okay, am I the only one who also kind of liked it when he force-fed her his blood? Like, yes, it was horrible, but also Rudy and I have this running joke that, like, Damon really is Daddy and he doesn't mess around. Stefan kind of, like, lets Elena do whatever she wants all the time. And Damon is always the one to be like, enough is enough. You better listen to Daddy now. (laughs) But Damon isn't the only bad vampire in town. Well, maybe vampire, because it turns out Klaus is a little wolfy vamp. I really love Elijah's 
relationship with Elena. It's weird because I don't find Elijah to be attractive, but he's just got that like noble personality you want to like and trust until he freaking takes back his word and saves Klaus. <sighs> I'm sorry, my brain is everywhere right now. It was also really sad to see Jenna go because she was also just always trying to find her way. And oh my God, when the freaking, <laughs> when freaking Sheriff Forbes shoots Jeremy, like, that's what you freaking get, you crazy vampire hunting lady. It drives me crazy that she doesn't get it past her stupid head that vampires aren't bad. And hearing Bonnie when she was like, please help me. I love him. Ugh, all the feels, guys. Jeremy has needed love for so long. It made me really sad. But I'll tell you one thing I don't love about Jeremy. His freaking Vicky baggage. I'm so not looking forward to her character being back, honestly. And finally, Stefan giving himself over was anyone else freaking out that Catherine might not take Damon the cure because I sure was. It's going to be interesting to see how things go because you can tell Elena is starting to have some serious feelers for Damon, myself included. So there's a lot to find out in season three. So just a reminder, you can always check your Ghoulster homework for the week in the show notes to find out which movies we'll be binging for next week's episode. But moving forward, we will be doing four episodes at a time, except for the last week of the season where we will cover up to the finale. And if you're wondering how you could be one of my lovely co-hosts, like I mentioned in today's episode, you can follow the show on Instagram at Not Another Spooky Podcast to participate in polls and questions for upcoming episodes. I hope that today's episode has left you super hyped for all the exciting things to come this spooky season. And until next time, sending you ghouls and kisses. Bye!